What's up, everybody? Welcome in. I'm Pete Mundo on HeartlandCollegeSports.com. We cover the Big 12, and we are here for you to give the Big 12 lock of the week, the bad bet of the B of the week, and the underdog of the week. So thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us on YouTube Live, on Facebook Live, and of course, on the podcast as we gear up for week nine of the Big 12 and college football season. Can you believe it? We got college football playoff rankings coming out next week. It's crazy. So if you're on YouTube, do me a solid. Hit that thumbs up as we get this show started. And if you're on Facebook, hit that share button. And on podcasts, you know what to do. Bang that five star. And do all that for me because I'm just giving you winners here. I've been giving you nothing but winners now for weeks on end. Our picks... I want to make sure I got the numbers right. Our picks are 13-7-1 this season against the spread. Where I mean, I'm making you rich here. Tough economic times, inflation's through the roof. I'm making you rich. I'm helping you pay the bills. So give me a little love. That's all I'm asking for. Take two seconds out, drop a five-star on the podcast, and hit the thumbs up and subscribe on YouTube. So last week, I gave you three picks. I went two and one. I gave you Baylor plus three and a half at Cincy. That was my underdog of the week. My bad bet was Texas a minus 22 and a half against Houston. So that meant I was on the side of Houston there. And my lock was OU minus 18 against UCF. That was obviously wrong, but I was two and one last week, 13, seven and one on the season. So we are off and running. Let me start off here. I'll give you my underdog of the week. How about that? All right. My underdog of the week, I'm going Kansas at home plus 10 against Oklahoma. If you got to buy the half a point, do it. First off, have you seen the weather forecast for this weekend in Lawrence? I'm here in the Kansas City area. It's been raining all week. It's been horrific weather. I got six inches of rain in my rain gauge. Well, my neighbor's rain gauge, he tells me. He updates me every day with the uh, rain gauge numbers. So we all got one neighbor like that. He's the man. I love the guy. But, uh, you know, you got to have one neighbor that tells you where the rain gauge is at. Six inches the last couple of days. Now, in the Kansas City area, it's going to get cold. Uh, It's going to keep raining. It is going to be miserable on Saturday. Mid-40s, rain in the forecast. That ain't OU football weather. Not this OU team. What do they do well? They pass the ball, Dylan Gabriel. Where have they struggled? With running the ball. Meantime, you have a Kansas team that has been pretty darn good against the, uh, or running the ball this season. So I'm looking at this game. I'm saying to myself, okay, I got a Kansas team at home coming off a bye. One of the best rushing attacks in the Big 12. Fourth in the league right now behind K-State, UCF, and Cincinnati. And by the way, when it comes to yards per carry, Kansas is tied for first in the league against an Oklahoma team that does not really want to run the ball, has not been good at running the ball this year, and the weather is going to favor Kansas in a big way in this one. So I'm getting the home team as a double-digit dog after OU just had a rough game against UCF. Now, maybe that's a wake-up game for Oklahoma. Maybe. But I'm looking at this game and I'm licking my chops if I'm the Jayhawks and looking at that plus 10 number. On top of that, one thing that OU, and it hasn't really been talked about because, you know, they're ranked in the top 10, they're undefeated, the whole thing. But this has has not been a very clean team this year. On the penalty front, Oklahoma 
has 45 penalties on the season. That is third most in the Big 12 behind TCU and UCF. At some point, that's going to bite them in the butt. And I'm not sitting here predicting some kind of outright loss or anything like that. But at some point, on the road, tough weather environments, you know, ugly game, those things are going to come back to bite you. And it could be this week. So there's a lot of reasons I like Kansas plus 10 in this one against Oklahoma on Saturday in Lawrence. And don't forget two years ago. I know two years ago doesn't have a lot to do with right now. But I I do think there's a lot of people around that program that remember two years ago. They had OU on the ropes at home. They lost the game to Lincoln Riley. But that was really the sign that OU or that KU was starting to turn things around. Two years ago, OUKU in Lawrence. So uh, I am on Kansas plus 10 as my underdog of the week in the Big 12 Conference. Before I get to my lock of the week, I'll give you my bad bet of the week. Some of you might say this is crazy, but I'm going to do it, baby. Texas minus 18.5 against BYU is my bad bet of the week. Why? Well, here's the thing. First off, we know that Texas does not have Quinn Ewers. And I know Texas is the more talented team. That's indisputable. But BYU is not going to be afraid of this moment. Of all the new schools in the Big 12, BYU will be the least afraid of this moment. They went into Arkansas earlier in the season. And they took care of business against Arkansas. I know Arkansas is not very good this year. But heck, they hung with Alabama a couple of weeks back. Texas does not have Quinn Ewers. I know Malik Murphy's a big-time prospect in the whole thing. But when you go from a guy who was in Heisman contention to the backup, there's got to be some kind of drop-off, right? There has to be. On top of the fact that Texas has not been a great red zone offense this year, and that's with Quinn Ewers. So now you're going with a backup quarterback for a team that has not been great in the red zone this season? Once again, we're talking about covering 18.5 points. Now, BYU, of course, got smoked a couple of weeks ago on the road against TCU, and I don't think TCU is very good. So that does admittedly concern me in this game. Not going to lie about that. But BYU laid that stinker two weeks ago. Every team seems to have one of those throughout the season. That was a wake-up call for BYU. They came back last week at home, took care of a Texas Tech team um, fairly convincingly, and now they hit the road. Prime, not prime time, but the main ABC slot, 2.30 central kickoff. Uh, BYU has been in these atmospheres before, and this will be as big as any, but I think they're up for the moment. This is a gut pick as much as any, but I saw Texas last week struggle against Houston, and I'm sitting here saying, gosh, I really think that BYU is a better team than Houston. So just tack that on as another reason why Texas minus 18 and a half against BYU is my bad bet of the week. I would not touch that one or I would flip it to the other side. So there you go for my bad bet of the week. Now uh, for my lock of the week, West Virginia plus seven at UCF. UCF has been right there in a couple of games. They played OU great last week. They were blowing out Baylor until the wheels fell off. But UCF has no business being a touchdown favorite in any Big 12 game. 
they have not earned being a touchdown favorite in any Big 12 game. And I'm in no way going to give them that kind of respect. And I don't mean that negatively. I'm not saying, oh, I disrespect them. I'm just saying they haven't earned the right to be a touchdown favorite. Especially when West Virginia and Neil Brown knows deep down. Neil Brown knows he needs this game. Neil Brown, you know, he was the toast of the town in Morgantown a couple of weeks back. Now he's lost two straight games. He's given up 89 points the last two weeks. He's got to stop the bleeding. And if he doesn't stop the bleeding against 0-4 UCF in the Big 12, man, oh man, that seat, as cool as it was to start the month of October, it is going to be red hot at the end of the month of October once again. I, he, he just can't afford it. And the biggest thing that I you know like about you, about WVU in this game is the fact that they have been very good running the ball. Garrett Green, of course, at quarterback. C.J. Donaldson, they are fifth in the Big 12 in rushing yards per game. UCF can't stop the run to save its life. They can't. They are giving up 196 yards per game on the ground. That is second worst in the Big 12. So West Virginia can control this game on the ground. They can control the pacing, the tempo with their rushing attack. And I was blown away to see the Mountaineers as a seven-point dog in this game. So I am hammering West Virginia plus seven. That is my lock of the week in the Big 12 here coming up this weekend, week nine. Can you believe it? So my bad bet, Texas minus 18 and a half. My underdog, Kansas plus 10 against Oklahoma. And uh, my lock of the week is West Virginia plus seven at UCF. Now, I will pick the other games here for you, but they don't count against my record. Deal? Capiche, we're on the same page? Okay, good. Um, because when I started this early in the season, I was just doing those three, the bad bet, the lock, and the underdog. But you guys wanted my picks for the other games, so I'm happy to do that. I'm more than happy to do it. Uh, but no, when I'm counting my record here, 13-7-1 on the season, it's only with those three picks. It's not with the rest of the games. So take these with a grain of salt. I gave you three I like, but I'll pick them all because I'm that kind of guy. So, and by the way, if you're on YouTube right now, hit the thumbs up on the video, would you please? Take two seconds, and of course, on the podcast, hammer the five-star as well. That helps us out tremendously. So thank you, thank you, thank you for doing that and for being a part of the show. So the other games in the Big 12 this weekend. Kansas State's a 17.5-point favorite against Houston. That is an 11 a.m. kickoff um, in Manhattan. Houston's coming off, of course, a tough loss to swallow against Texas last week. Kansas State is rolling. They dominated TCU last week. I'm going K-State in this one. A couple of reasons. I mentioned the weather this weekend across the Midwest. It is going to be brutal in Manhattan. That is not Dana Holgerson, Houston Cougar weather. That is Kansas State weather in the trenches. This team was pushing TCU all over the park last week. It was just pure domination. I think K-State is hitting its stride. I think they got something cooking there with uh, Will Howard and Avery Johnson and a one-two punch. Uh, They played their best game of the week last week. Houston, bit hungover. After that Texas game, that was their season right there. They were juiced up for that one. Um, And on top of that, a lot of the money is coming in on K-State, the big money. So this game opened up at Kansas State minus 16.5. 64% of the bets are on Houston. So that would lead you to believe that the line is shrinking. 
But no, the line has grown to Kansas State minus 17 and a half. Despite the fact that Kansas State's only getting 36% of the action. So that tells me the big money is coming in on Kansas State. The big money. So I'm rolling with Kansas State minus uh, 17 in that game. 17 and a half. In that. I, I probably would buy the half a point to get it to 17 and feel better about it. All right, next up, uh, the other two games on the Big 12 schedule. Iowa State-Baylor. Iowa State's going on the road. They are a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and I would lean with the Cyclones here. Baylor has just been a, a bad team this year. Um, I'm not buying into, unfortunately, what Dave Aranda has going with this team. Yes, they get a win against Cincinnati last week, but even in that game, I mean, if it wasn't for special teams... Cincinnati wins that game. Cincinnati was arguably the better team on Saturday, but they had a crucial special teams mistake on that kick return fumble that Baylor brought back for a touchdown. And um, Baylor knocked through 40 field goals of 43 yards or more. So they were cooking on special teams, uh, which really gave them that win. Iowa State is getting better every single week. They've been the better team against the spread this year, four and three. Baylor's two, four and one against the number this year. Uh, they've won two games in a row. They've covered the spread in both of those games, believe it or not. So uh, they are rocking and rolling right now. And I am on Iowa State minus two and a half. The game opened up, by the way, at Baylor minus two, and it swung four points, four points towards Iowa State despite the fact that it's a 50-50 split when it comes to bets on each team. So once again, the huge money is poured in on behalf of Iowa State, and uh, I'm with them there. I'm going Iowa State minus 2.5. The last game of the weekend in the Big 12. Oklahoma State is at home minus 6.5 against Cincinnati. So the Pokes are coming back from Morgantown, where they got a good win last week, and of course, Oklahoma State has completely turned its season around. Just crazy. Um, meantime, you got a Cincinnati team that is really struggling. I mean, they are just licking their wounds all over the park. So uh, Oklahoma State minus 6.5. I like Mike Gundy better as a dog, but you know what? I'm rolling with Mike Gundy as a favorite, mostly because I've made quite a bit of money betting against Cincinnati the last two weeks. I was all over Iowa State plus three and a half at Cincy two weeks ago. I gave you last week Baylor plus two and a half as my underdog of the week. So I'm going to keep riding against Cincinnati just because it's worked for me well the last couple of weeks. And I don't think Cincinnati's all that good. I, I, I mean, you know, they've got a decent run defense that might be able to slow down Ollie Gordon. But you know what? The game's in Stillwater. That's a tough place to play. And ultimately, I've got to see Cincinnati cover a spread to believe it. Cincinnati has not covered a spread since the Pitt game in week two. I think about that. They are 0-5 in their last five games against the spread. They have been terrible against the number this year. They started off 2-0, and and now they're 0-5 since then against the spread. So it has been uh, tough sledding all around. And by the way, they have not played a lot of road games this year either. They've been lucky. They've had a lot of home games. Their only road games were at BYU and at Pitt. Outside of that, everything has been home. So now they go on the road. It has not been a good couple of weeks. And I see Oklahoma State 
taking care of business. And I will go minus six and a half at home against Cincinnati. So those are my picks. There you go against the spread. But remember, the ones that I'm counting on, the ones that matter, my lock is West Virginia plus seven against UCF. My underdog is Kansas plus 10 against Oklahoma. And my bad bet, Texas minus 18 and a half against BYU on Saturday. I'm Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports. Appreciate you guys being here. Alex asks here on YouTube, pop in any questions if you want. If there are five one-loss teams, which one will be left out of the college football playoff? Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, Oklahoma, Georgia. It's a great question, but it really depends on who wins the conference title in the Big Ten. That's what will matter. If Michigan is a one-loss Big Ten champion, they should be in. If Ohio State is a one-loss Big Ten champion, they should be in. It might come down, of course, to that final game of the season between those two teams to figure out who makes the Big Ten championship game. But I'm glad the Big Ten is bailing on conferences next year because it's such a joke. The Big Ten East is so superior to the Big Ten West. I mean, it's just, it is night and day. So that's one of those things that we're just going to have to wait to see. I, I can't I can't pick that right now because it just depends uh, on who actually ends up winning their conference. Um, so there you go. We appreciate you guys being here, joining us, and being a part of the show. If you want one of the Heartland College Sports koozies, I've got them right here. I'm holding them up. You just need to leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes and send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo. Also subscribe. But the email is Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com, and I will be hooking you up with one of those on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel, baby. Hit the thumbs up, and have a great weekend of Big 12 football. I cannot wait because next week we got college football playoff rankings and a lot of things happening. So <laughs> there's so much that we're going to be getting into. And of course, join us on Sunday. We do our reaction show. We'll, we'll probably do it Saturday night again. We've been getting great feedback from you guys on Saturday night reaction shows right after the games end instead of doing it on Sunday afternoon. So we'll plan to do that. Um, game should be over around 1030 on Saturday night. So join us on YouTube live Saturday night. That way you do not miss what is going to be a great weekend of big 12 football. We appreciate you guys have a great rest of the week. We are so fired up for the weekend and, uh, we'll talk to you Saturday night. Take care.